0: Everybody, <laughs> welcome to the show Tennessee Wild Cast, the weekly podcast of the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. Jason Harmon over here. I'm Doug Markham. Yeah,
1: how's it going, Doug?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I like giving stuff away.
1: Yeah, we had a great we, week last week yeah. on our, our shares on Facebook. People were wearing it out,
0: they were, and, and we're going to do some more of that. We're giving a break this week, but we're going to give away some more stuff. And I noticed last week, I said, we'll give away hats when we get them. And of course, you're wearing one. It's like, well, don't y'all have them?
1: Not yet. This is a demo or a test run they sent us. So uh, we'll have them in before too long.
0: And we will give some winners away. But we had a lot of winners last week. Thank you for sharing our show out on Facebook. The show is all about Tennessee, about what you like to do through the Wildlife Agency. Got a good show for you today. Archery season's beginning and... We'll introduce our guest in a minute but we got one in here that knows archery how to spell it backwards without thinking he just uh, i'd like to tell <laughs> see if you can do that <laughs> <big> <laughs> we'll, we'll try that in just a minute okay, oh wow <laughs> But anyway uh, we'll we're a gonna piece talk, of paper we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk a lot of archery today and, and get y'all fired up and archery safety tips and archery hunting just general and how where to go archery hunting all kinds of stuff and
1: but first we want to announce these yeah, winners right the, we the folks that shared our the shared our facebook or uh, shared our show on facebook and uh, uh, we appreciate y'all for doing that. But these are the winners we chose. We chose five people this week. We had 141 shares, I think it was. And we got five winners. So, Mr. Mike Myers from Tracy City, Ms. Lacey Lane from Nashville. Uh, Jim Koffer from Seymour, David Young from Goodlitzville, Tennessee, and Tim Jennings from Decatur, Tennessee. So
0: good from all over the place. all over the place. I yeah. like that and because the shows all about uh, Tennessee, wherever you are and and our guests are usually TWRA people, but we'll drag some folks in here from time to time outside the agency. Mm-hmm. And we got good sportsmen. you'll see in a minute when we talk to Don over here in a, in a little bit. and let's go ahead and wind out and show Don. Yeah.
1: We gave it away. Mr. Don Crawford. Don Crawford. Anyway, okay.
0: Don is the Assistant Chief of Information and Education. That's a long title. Don's worked a long time in hunter education and over in the Crossville area for a long time. Came to Nashville and took that job. And before that, what did you do, Don? What'd, before you were over in Region 3 as the hunter education guy.
2: Before I did that, I was, uh, I, worked, I worked as an officer there in Crossville and Cumberland County for years. But I first started out as an officer in uh, Carter County in Elizabethan. Started there. I was about there about a year and a half in 1987. Then I came to Crossville, worked as an officer for about eight or nine years. Then I took over the Hunter Ed program there in uh, there in, in Region Three. Moved to Nashville, took over the Hunter, Hunter Ed education. program. Yeah,
0: skipped you out right there. Yeah. Okay.
2: Then I stepped up and took another promotion supposedly to the to the information (laughs) education chief i don't know if that was i don't know we'll find out Uh, there was that pretty good little period where you were
0: hunter education he's an education man and and uh years you you do good at everything you do so we appreciate you coming in here today and and i guess for some reason uh we're going to get into some various stuff here but i guess archery for some reason is something a passion of yours from way back
2: it's always been a passion of mine i've always loved archery and uh you know, i've had great opportunities to do lots of stuff with it and i still love it and i guess the best thing i like to do i like to just pass it on to other people you know to teach people and show people how it works and that's kind of how i got into what i'm doing right now a lot of my job right and, now
0: and a lot of folks you know, i don't expect a whole bunch of grade school kids are watching the show but a lot of the parents could be and if you're not uh, i hope you get your kids involved because the folks that 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 are watching no don from archery in the schools because he has he has helped introduce thousands i don't i'm not hundreds thousands and thousands of kids yep. to to the to archery shooting whether they go on and hunt or not maybe maybe not but they're getting outside and that's what's important don and you've done a great job getting those kids outside archeries in the school stay with us because later in the show we're going to talk about how yeah. how folks can get okay. involved in it sure let's talk about deer season first all
1: right yeah that's coming up uh, this weekend so. this weekend are you going I'm not. No. No, I got chores around the house. I got a honeydew list this week. <laughs> You're waiting on a muzzleloader yeah, season, Yeah, I'm aren't waiting you? on muzzleloader mostly. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. Uh,
0: I'm sure Don's going. Are you, Don? Are you working it, maybe? Or
1: no?
2: We're we're, we're going. Yeah. It's going to be hot. Yeah. But we're going. We're going to hunt. We're going to hunt for a little while. Yeah. We're going hey,
0: to go. Before we get into this week's deer season, I had somebody on Facebook the other day, and you know how Facebook is. They're going to put. There's people are going to come on there and say anything, <laughs> but one of them said, "Hey, y'all need to put the month back, up, the season back, another month." Probably not ever going to happen, but do you get those kind of comments because of the way it's so hot sometimes in September?
2: Ah, uh, some people do that, yeah, but I you know i i I think it's good where it is it's been there for, ah. for you know I've been here twenty eight years now with the agency it's been that way always um you know to me, I think like the Middle of October is the best. Give it a couple more, you know, a couple more weeks. You know, it's just a little hot this year. It's just one of those years. You know, it's just that. You know, it's just. I think if thing. we, I
0: think if we moved it, that one comment would go to about ten thousand and people really mad. Yeah, they would be mad if we moved archery season. Yeah. Uh, last year.
1: Well, you know, the commission added two weeks at the end of the year last year for for unidale hunters that's correct yeah. so i mean that gives a few people an extra yeah. opportunity
0: yeah and if you want cold there it is there it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is right cold. there it uh last year i'm, I'm not going to say this is the exact number i just went on our site and and went through most of the end of october with archery season starting in september we harvested 16,388 deer give or take mm-hmm. during the archery season so that's pretty good don and um suggestions on the deer season coming up as far as uh tips on this early hot part of the year
2: I, th- I think i think to me the best thing i think is you get you just got to hunt real early and real late i think uh they're not going to be moving around much now there is a little bit of mass depends on where you're at now there's a little bit of acorns mm-hmm. um you know you, if you've got you know if you've got you know plants you know in your field or whatever i think it's just real early right now Real early in the morning first two three hours you know Get in there and get out in the last little bit there in the last afternoon. Little
0: Do bit. Archery hunters this time of year, Don, I, I know there's a time of the year you hunt the rut, and time of years you hunt the, you hunt their stomach. What mm-hmm. is is this a time of year where you're really more about food with deer than anything else?
2: Yeah, this is food right now, yeah. They like just now they most of them sh- there shouldn't be no velvet on the antler. you always rub that off. So you can you can find rubs. You know, you can find where they're going to be, but right now it's just food. It's all food right now. Is it
0: too early to do the acorn thing or or will hunters go
2: find acorn trees Uh, this time of year? There's, there's some acorns out there. I mean, I was, we was playing golf at Montgomery Bell last Saturday and, uh, on number 18, there was 10 deer <laughs> stand down there. Under, eight, this, under, under two or three infantry they were just chomping. They were just chowing down on them.
0: Yeah, wow. all
2: right. So there's some out there. Probably still. fired
0: you up a little bit. Yeah, they <laughs> got a little fired up. All right. Uh, is it a better time? The archery season, they have the longest season as far as one specific uh, tool goes for hunting, right? Yeah. They have the longest season. And then you can use archery all year, whether it's muzzle loader or gun, if you sure. want to keep doing mm-hmm. it. The early archery season—is it a chance to go out there and get the biggest bucks of, that you can get all year, or is it just an opportunity to get out with something that's a little more primitive than the other tools that we use later to hunt with?
2: It's a good opportunity to, to harvest a big one, but I think the main thing I think I like to use it more for is is to scout like from right before the rut starts Mm -hmm. i think that's where you you'll see a lot of deer you'll see a lot of deer in archery you'll see a whole lot more deer in archery but i think it's more of a scouting tool and also it's a it's a good opportunity you know to put one in the freezer you know go ahead and get one put it in the freezer you know gets a little bit of deer meat but i think it's more of a scouting tool in my that's my opinion
0: okay and let us remind them jason we're trying to do this every week remind you about the new antler antlerless law remember if that if you're out there with that archery equipment And you see uh, uh, an animal that you used to have, an antler that was three inches long, Mm -hmm. uh, you might want to hold off on shooting that thing. Because now if that antler breaks the the hairline, if it protrudes above the hairline, protrudes, Mm -hmm. then it's considered an antlered animal or a buck in in my world. But an antlered animal is what we're calling them how just because we want to. Get the confusion down so don you're going to be more careful out there
2: oh yeah i think everybody's going to be a lot more careful this year i do i hope so they're going to be a lot more careful because man like i said you don't allow two a year you know if you make that mistake but the good thing with archery you know the deer has to be a whole lot closer mm-hmm. than if you're hunting with a muzzleloader or a rifle and so good point the opportunity to see that you know to observe it and say okay that's you know that's a buck now
0: got a little uh, more foliage though
2: yeah so yeah but that's
0: and i know you teach and we're going to get to hunter education in a minute too but while we're there because of the foliage Mm -hmm. more than ever make sure you identify the critter you're aiming at right exactly
2: yeah make sure you know what you're shooting at it's
0: not worth doing otherwise you like to take a doe this time of year
2: i do yeah i I think it's the perfect opportunity i do i I do i like to just go ahead and take one and be done with it and i'll you know i'm if i'm gonna shoot a buck he's gonna have to be pretty good okay right now all right Mm -hmm.
0: any other tips you want to give them i'm going to talk about turkey here in a second but any any tips as far as we're gonna to get to the safety stuff? yeah we'll get safe
2: stuff in a little while right okay now. yeah so, so.
0: hunter stomach hunts hunt acorns if you can find them mm-hmm. food plots or is it food pl- or yeah early?
2: yeah food plots are good right now you know there's lots of you know lots of a lot of people have you know if you've got corn or you've know, got milo whatever you know it's it's still good right now yeah you know, it's still really good deer are coming into it soybeans they're coming into them right now they're eating them yeah it, it's good right now Can hunt early or late Yeah, hunt real early or hunt real late. That
0: that would be no problem right (laughs) now. That's right. Don't hunt at
2: noon. It's going to be like 90
1: degrees. (laughs) That's
0: right. All right. Uh, Turkey. We can also, or the guys that are hunting can also take a turkey during this. Will you take advantage of that? You can get archery hunters, archery only hunters get one bird. And once you get that one bird, even when the gun hunt starts later, you're done. That's Mm -hmm. what I understand. That's true.
2: I understood it. Yes.
0: Uh, So you're done. So think about it. Have you ever taken one in in, uh, archery season and went
2: Yeah, we've taken some, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, yes, for sure. Uh, I try to stay away from the hens. I try to just take either the gobblers or the or the young jakes. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to take the hens because I know the hens lay the eggs. You know, that's just kind of, I guess, my that's, theory. That's your
0: theory, and, and I yeah. think a lot of people go by it, but it is either sex if you mm-hmm. want to, right? It sure is. But a lot of people are philosophical and maybe getting more so with stuff that's going on across the state
2: Definitely right
0: now. But you can take your one bird if the opportunity arises. And mm-hmm. there, I wonder if there's there even a few folks that just go turkey hunting on that day. There,
2: there probably is, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, especially this time of year, also you're going to see that, you know, most of them, you know the males are together yeah. now. You know, most and all the, you know, the females will be together. Yeah. So it's either going to be, you know, one or the other. What you're going to see most of the time. Do
0: the reverse thing. Oh, I'm going turkey hunting, but if a deer walks in front of, oh, it, that's yeah. right, that's right. <laughs> if it walks out a little there. Little reverse psychology that's there. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. All, right. all right. Good deal. Ranges. We want to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the ranges that we have in Tennessee where you can go practice. We got a bunch of them. Um, well. Two different ranges. Let's talk about this range first. This is just a reminder, Jason, throwing up for me to remember. There is a new uh, rule that passed the other day by our yep. commission, and if you are a licensed hunter in Tennessee, you can go to what we call Tier One ranges.
1: Unmanned. They're ranges.
0: unmanned. Mm-hmm. They uh, they don't have any amenities very much on them. They're just ranges, which are great, and you don't have to pay that five dollar and fifty cent fee anymore. Right. Okay. So it's Tier One. There's uh, a release. Out on the TWA website, it's also on our Facebook page where you can read about it. But in the guide, where it discusses firing ranges, just look for Tier One T I E R One, and those are the ranges you can go to. So these photographs for art, but I'll tell you right now, that's not a Tier One. That Stones River, that one would still cost you some money, but not chill. bad though. No, 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 no. They're inexpensive, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but Cheatham in Middle Tennessee comes to mind. The Catoosa has them over there. Mm-hmm. Don, were used to be that would be considered tier one. Mm-hmm. and so, But there's probably 10 of them or so across the state. Yeah. I think, right.
2: I think Unali's one. Unali is Unali. one for sure. Down towards Columbia. That's one mm-hmm. where you
0: just go sight in a hunting mm-hmm. rifle, but it's right. definitely one. Cheatham's one mm-hmm. in Ashland City. and Oh, definitely. And then we got several.
1: <clears throat> now, are most of these rifle couples. only?
0: Uh, no, some of them I think you can go also take some other firearms over okay. with them if you All want yeah. to. Yeah, but Yanali would be. It's a hunting rifle situation. Only open a, a small during the hunting seasons and right before it opens. Right. The rest, some of the others, you can shoot other firearms at them. Mm-hmm. But again, check the guide to make sure which is which, okay? Yeah. Let's talk about those other archery, those other ranges. Archery ranges, yeah. Yeah, Don helped I think, put this one together a lot. This is one that's in uh, right here in Middle Tennessee over near Franklin in Cool Springs it's a range that was built a few years ago don tell us about that and then our range is similar to this available across the state
2: okay. yeah this one we built it's right there by the williamson county ag expo right off i-65 and it's got it has 10 different it has 10 different uh targets on it and we just kind of built this one to see what you know if we get a little bit of help on it and see what kind but i mean it's been a great range it's it's got more use than i thought it'd ever get i thought yeah and open yeah. all the time right it's you open all walk around up to it and you start shooting. drive up and walk up and start shooting We've got from anywhere from 15 yards you can shoot to 60 yards with it uh, we just put new targets on it last week so i mean it's good to go i mean it, it's a great range and we're we're trying to look at expanding a little bit on it maybe the next year or so we're going to try to do a little bit more expansion on it because i mean the use of this thing is just it's amazing all right, and cool. anyone
0: can use it. If you're driving through Nashville yeah, and you free. want to bring your yeah. gear with you, come on and, yeah. Yeah. and, come and on. use it. But there are ranges similar to this over much of the state. I can think of, Don and I were talking before the show started, five or six just in Middle Tennessee, and mm-hmm. not all owned by TWRA no. or operated mm-hmm. by us, but mm-hmm. other folks where the ranges are open to the public.
1: And the Stones River has has a range, Archer range, yeah. It does have a range As well. you can go
0: out there mm-hmm. and, and use. So just do a little bit of homework mm-hmm. and we got a long way to go in archery season you got all i guess all the way to the end of october before the youth hunt starts right the end of october the first couple days in november somewhere in there yeah so and uh, the bag Mm -hmm. limits are listed in our guides by the way look at the bag limits and the units where you are for the doe that you might be hunting and and all of that stuff so all right let's talk a little bit about tree stands don okay and and uh, we want to make sure these kids Mm -hmm. and everybody's safe getting in tree stands it seems like every year i was Telling Randy Husky a few weeks ago when yeah. he was on, I don't like to tell Randy anything because he knows stats. But how how I remember a few years ago, two or three young guys in their twenties falling out of tree stands and getting paralyzed all in the same year, mm-hmm. and it was awful. It was an awful time. Uh, archery hunting can be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's most more people are safe than not safe, but there seems like there's always somebody that will fall out of a tree stand and hurt themselves real bad. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you tell them?
2: Well, I mean, normally with you know with Tennessee, we normally we'll have anywhere between we'll average about twenty, twenty one hunt incidents a year, and half of those will be tree stand accidents. More
0: than people getting shot and yeah, all that
2: stuff. It's about the half. It's about half. Yeah, yeah. you know. And the main reason, the main problem is, you know, is the main deal is, is they're not using the safety harness. That's the main problem. And the safety harness, you know, people think it's you know too too bundlesome, You know, it's too cumbersome. Takes too much time. You know, it's probably gonna take you another five or so minutes you know you know to get yourself up the tree if you're going to do it correctly you know that's what they're thinking but uh, you know most accidents happen especially with climbing tree stands happen either going up or coming down
0: not in the stand as much right not well. not
2: as not much in the stand a ladder stands is a different ball game mm-hmm. you know that's everybody thinks ladder stands is the safest thing out there and it, it's very safe you know but there's there's some really good you know things you can do with that you know with those you know you know usually they give you one strap to put on the tree stand you know i suggest you put two you know because you know one of them breaks i mean you're i mean you're pretty pretty much done you're done Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and one thing with tree stand accidents you know if you fall i mean it's not like you're gonna just you know most time it's a really serious injury you know and even
0: from a small if you're eight or ten feet up you're gonna hurt yourself yeah oh yeah
2: because most people average people are between 12 to 15 feet tall up there in the tree it doesn't sound like much but when you fall you, know, you go to you hit the fall, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to hurt. I was, mm-hmm. the, Seriously. It's a question
0: of hand. Does the agency, when y'all teach hunter education, do you say there's a certain height that's, that's as high as you need to be a hunted deer? Or, I mean, I've heard people say they hunt 30 and 40 feet high. I'm thinking, why?
2: Yeah, there's no certain height. I mean, a lot of it a lot of it depends on the terrain you're hunting in. And you know, some people think you got to get way up to get your scent out of the way. But, you know, they got so many scents out there. Now, you can put little stuff on you and get that out of the way. But a lot of it just depends on the person's, you know, what How high the, do you go? The preference me, I'm fifteen, 15, 16 foot. I don't, okay. I'm not gonna go very far. I
1: guess if you got a ridge across the way there, you're gonna have the deer might see you coming across the ridge, so you gotta be careful where you put the tree stand. You but. gotta
2: be careful what where you're looking at and what you're doing. Yeah, but most time, you know, then people complain, you know, well, you know, the safety harness is gonna cost me one hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. I said, well, yeah, it's gonna cost you that. If you fall off the tree, you know, it's going to cost you a whole lot more than that, you know, to fix your leg or, your, you know, put you in a wheelchair. Because most accidents are serious. There ain't Usually you don't just get up and walk off. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to hurt yourself really bad, and it's going to cost you a whole lot more than $200. I promise oh, you that. Yeah.
0: Maybe a, a lifetime. <laughs> That's right. Being disabled, which is awful. Exactly. Um, I do remember. I guess it's maybe three years ago. We had two accidents in a day, and one didn't have on a harness and got hurt pretty bad, and one did and hung for the tree from a tree for a couple hours, but he was okay. Yeah, just maybe a little embarrassed. But <laughs> That's right. Somehow managed to get people to come and rescue him and his life saved. You got a harness uh, and mm-hmm. a safety stuff with us. Let's yep. try to show them as best we can. Okay. Don, do they are some of them? They just they get there before it's daylight and they think it's just
2: burdensome and they don't want to do it. That's what they think. But nowadays, but what you can do nowadays, you know. But the new ones they have nowadays, okay. what you can do yeah. What you do nowadays, the new ones they got now, I mean, you can put this on before you leave the cabin or leave your truck. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just – make sure it's a four-point harness. That's the main thing. You got it over your shoulders. You got it between your legs. But now they've got vest. I mean, it's just – man, they got – some of them just, just like putting on a vest. It's
1: yeah, like, and you can replace that for your Blaze Orange. They've yeah, got Blaze Orange vests with it built in. Yeah you, just snap, oh, really? yeah.
2: yeah, you just snap the vest on just like you put it over top of your jacket. Put it on, I mean, you're good to go. Yeah, it takes you less than, you know, it's like putting on a jacket. Yeah. It's no big deal. There's no reason not to have it. No. Is it the law? Do you have to have it on? You don't have to, no. But, uh, I mean, it would be nice if it was one, but it's not a law. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just common sense, right? It's so common you know, sense, Use yeah. that good stuff so God gave you. can we talk
1: about, you know, once the harness is on, what do you do on the tree? I mean, it's, do you strap the harness around the tree? Is there a rope that you attach to? Just explain that a little bit.
2: There's a rope. Uh, this there's different. There's all kinds of different ones out there on the market now, but this rope here would go around the tree. Like this is the loop mm-hmm. Go around the tree, and then as you climb up, you just move the rope up, you know. And you've got attached to. You got attached. You know, you, you've got a. a See, I got a clamp that clamps to here. Right. And as you climb through, you just keep moving the. You just keep moving. Keep the moving rope the rope up. up. Yeah. Yep. That, way, that way you're attached from when you get on, from when you start to finish. You're, you're attached, attached to the, the tree. whole time. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that we have
0: something on our website that shows how it works. But I promise you, you go out on YouTube oh, or yeah. whatever your favorite thing is on oh, the internet, yeah. mm-hmm. you'll find so many demonstrations out there mm-hmm. th- and how easy it is. And
1: these companies that produce these, I mean, they mm-hmm. got safety videos and how-to's for their their products. You know,
0: absolutely, oh, yeah. they want you to be safe with them. And what is this? Did we say already? That no, this is
2: this probably the most important, most important thing. It's called a haul line. You know. Because when you get ready to oh, go yeah, up here, Don, okay, just, when when you get ready to go up, you know, in your tree, you know, you don't want to carry your bow with you, you don't want to carry your gun with you, or your backpack, you know, you just want yourself. So you attach it to the haul line, and Then once you get up there, then you just pull it up the tree, you know. The same thing when you get ready to get down, you let it down on the ground. So.
1: And. Keep that gun unloaded, right? Gun's got
2: to be unloaded. And yes. If
1: you mess up and keep it loaded, make sure that muzzle's pointed in a safe direction when you're pulling it up the tree. Exactly. <laughs> what
0: about? what what about? Exactly. I've heard. I've heard people say they've almost <clears throat> fell on their their arrows. What about that? What's mm-hmm. the safe way to get haul it up? Haul everything up. Haul it all. Quiver up. everything. Yeah,
2: quiver everything. Yeah, everything. Just like that. You know. But a lot of people now. I mean, crossbows are really popular now. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know, crossbow. You got it up there, and you got it loaded. You know. So the best thing to do, what I always do, what I if I hunted well, I hunted with some crossbows a few times is I take an old arrow with me, okay, and I put it when I replace that arrow, I shoot it into the ground, you know, then my my bow's unloaded, I let it down, all the arrows go down there and, you know, get the old arrow, you know, then I'm good to go. My my, my bow's unloaded, I don't have to worry about it no more. Good tip. That's yeah. a
0: real good tip. That's mm-hmm. a nice tip. Yep. Yeah. All right. And speaking of, since, since you mentioned it, wasn't even in my head crossbow. You say it's gotten pretty popular, introduced in Tennessee, or allowed a decade, give or take a few mm-hmm. years uh, back. People are really liking them?
2: Oh, they're like, oh yeah, they, they like <laughs> them. Yeah. I mean, the beauty of them is, you know, it doesn't take as much practice. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's, today, you know, everybody's time constraint is the problem today. You know, and with a crossbow, it doesn't take as much practice as it does with a compound. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can pretty much take the businessman or, or whoever; it doesn't really have to be a businessman. You can take him. You know, take a crossbow. You know, once it's sighted in, I mean, it's good to go. You can go in there and pick it up and walk out the door. But you don't have to shoot it very often, not like you do a compound bow. You mm-hmm. know, so that that's the beauty of the crossbow, I think. You know, but you know, a lot of, everybody thinks it's like a it's like a rifle. Yeah, it's it's it shoots very accurate. To about forty yards, and that's it. That's about the. Don't max. think you're going
0: out there shooting a hundred yards. No, you ain't. Yeah. not a no crossbow, no,
2: yeah. a compound bow I'll shoot a crossbow any day, distance wise. Yeah, well,
1: and what, then you got the scope option too on the yeah. crossbow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: it's pretty sweet now.
0: What do you own your compound bow? Uh, what do you tell students? A, a relatively, I mean, what a what a practical shot is without being ridiculous. Thirty yards, forty, fifty.
2: My my range is forty. I'm not gonna do anything else, but I but I know some some guys that are really really good. You know they're really good. You know, they're like 50 yards or something, mm-hmm. but you know it, you know in the woods that's a long shot. Mm-hmm. Especially now, you know with all, like I said, all the leaves and all the limbs and everything, you gotta be really careful with that. But I, I would I would I still I still like that 40 yards 40 yards or in that's where I like it. I'm not gonna go any further than that. Okay, you just know. let them walk. I'll let them walk.
0: You may save yep. them for another day.
1: What that's about you? right.
0: 10 yards, 15,
2: 12?
1: Yeah, more like five or six. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs>
2: Closer the better. That's right. <laughs> Obviously. Put a rope on him. That's why I want you know. no muzzleloader
1: season. <laughs> or give m- me a crossbow. There you go. That's
2: right. right.
0: Yeah. Well, work to your strengths, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's talk about NASP. Yes. Because this is Don's baby. And um, NASP is the acronym for uh, archery in the schools, national archery in the schools. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee does very well on the state level and the national level. Yeah. And in large part, it's because Don and how hard he and others have worked on the program. Don, tell us what NASP is, and then we'll tell parents out there, and maybe we even have a teacher or a principal watching how they can get their school or kids involved.
2: Okay. The National Arch School Program, it started in 2002 in Kentucky. We started it in Tennessee in 2004. And uh we've we've got right now about three hundred and a little over three hundred and fifty schools in the program across the state. It's outstanding. Pretty good. Uh we reach about forty one thousand kids a year through the school, through the program that go take it. Uh what NASP is, it's uh it's an archery program that teaches international style archery, bullseye archery. And it's from fourth grade to twelfth grade is what mm-hmm. it is. That's who can compete. Um, you know, it's taught in school during school hours. So every kid gets a chance to try it, and now most of it is taught during PE class. Most PE teachers teach it, um, and there are there, but there are the curriculum is does have language arts, it has history, it has math. So I have got a few extra different kinds of teachers teaching it, but the majority of them are PE teachers that are teaching the program, yeah.
0: and well accepted obviously by these schools. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. do you get contacted by the schools, or do you contact the schools, or both?
2: Usually, usually I get contacted by the schools. Usually, it's like word of mouth, or they see it—you know—they see it on the, our website, or they've heard it. And there's a school next to them that's got the program. That's usually how it comes about. Yeah.
0: And these kids, we always always hear us saying these—not every kids endowed to play football or basketball or baseball. And I guess that's true, but I bet there's some folks, some kids on there that that are athletic that want to be mm-hmm. archery shooters. It's a chance for everybody to mm-hmm. find out how good that eye hand eye is. Oh, Just yeah. have a good time. Who cares?
2: Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's that's usually what you're reaching. You know, like so, not every kid can throw the football. You know, fifty yards. Mm-hmm. You know, now every girl can you know flip from one end of the gym to the other end of the gym. They can't dunk the basketball. You know, but that, that's what we seem to find. We're starting to get that other kid and start to get them involved. Because if you look at the dropout rate in school, most of the dropout rate is the kids will say they weren't involved or they weren't connected to anything. Mm. So this is a this is the kid we're this is the new kid or student we're we're getting and we're taking them and bringing them into archery, you know, and it it's been phenomenal at some of the you know at some of the, you know, testimonials we've been getting from some of the teachers and you know it's it this is a national program international program, you know it, there's 47 of the 50 states are in the program, and it's in about 12 different countries. So, I mean, it's not just some little small thing, but it's, you know, there's a whole lot of people in this program.
0: Go to Murfreesboro and win the state championship, and you'll see it's not small at all. (laughs) That's right. And there's a lot of kids that are learning that they, regardless of whether they ever become the best on their – who cares really, but there are some kids out there that are learning they have a talent for it. Just like you learn you have a talent in anything else. Some have really good hand eye. And we do pretty well, I think, in the state championships.
2: Oh yeah, we're doing good. Yeah, this this year was our biggest year. We had uh, right at two thousand kids this mm-hmm. year come to our state tournament, most we ever had. Uh, we've been we've been having some really good showings, you know, at the national tournament, which is always that it's always that Mother's Day weekend in May, you know, in mm-hmm. Louisville, Kentucky. This year they had almost fourteen thousand kids show up okay. this wow, year, brave, and they had over a hundred thousand dollars worth of, of college scholarships. And this year is going to be our very first year to offer a college scholarship. To the top male and the top female. That's awesome. In the yeah. state tournament, and in the who, state When
0: tournament. you say us, uh, the who's offering it?
2: We're going. We're we're going to. our agency is going to put up some money, mm-hmm. and then Nas is going to match that money. Yeah, National Arch Cooper. They're going to match what we and put in
0: wherever it's being offered. They yeah. might can use it toward yeah. that scholarship. They can. And they
2: can awesome. take it and go to any college they want to go to doesn't matter they can okay. they can have a major in anything they want to major in doesn't matter okay
0: yeah. all right so the scholarship is you you win a scholarship because you you performed well but not mm-hmm. necessarily to go shoot it to college right just exactly. pick your college and we'll help mm-hmm. you pay for it or
2: right. whatever exactly that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome hit
1: on some of the equipment Don, i know these bows aren't your normal cross your normal compound bows what Hit on what kind of stuff they use for this now
2: what they're using is it's called a it's called a Genesis compound bow, you know, and the the big difference is this bow can anybody can shoot this bow. The big thing about this bow it goes up to twenty pounds it'll go down to somewhere around ten pounds is about the least it'll do, but it has a universal draw length, so I mean a fourth grader who's you know a little short he can pick it up and pull it back and shoot it, you know, and you can hand it to the biggest football player you know on the team that wants to shoot as a senior he can use the same bow Mm -hmm. so that's the beauty of it everybody uses the same arrow it's an aluminum arrow it's made by easton it's a 30 inch arrow Uh, no matter what it is everybody's using the same arrow um and the point on it the point on it's just 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 a regular field tip point yeah there's nothing nothing fancy about it and you know there's three different targets out there on the market that they can pick and you know but uh, yeah everybody's everybody's shooting the same it's a 80 centimeter feet of target which is what they use in the international style and also what they use also in the Olympics Cool. I had more questions
1: you're running out of time I though. had <laughs> more questions hey
0: there is one big question Don. contact information if a teacher a principal a kid wants to get their school involved mm-hmm. how do
2: they find you they can call me at 615-781-6542 or they get on the website and go to the education section Look, click on NASP and they'll see my email okay all right
0: tnwildlife.org
1: yeah and make sure you check out the uh, hunter ed classes out there on tnwildlife.org as well
2: okay we'll get
0: Don back uh, maybe just do a whole show on that. okay Don sure. thank you for everything all right. thank, yeah, you. thank thanks, you for coming Don. in thank all of y'all thank you for sharing last week
1: yeah if you can find this show everywhere tnwildlife.org you can watch listen from there download on iTunes watch on TWRATV. TV it's just out there everywhere so keep watching and thanks for being with us this week
0: we'll see you next week Todd's over here <laughs> <laughs>